You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. Hello there, you're very welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan with you for the next um, hour or so. Uh, so we're going to have uh, all the latest in technology and also uh, answer any questions you might have. And actually to start off today, we have a question. This is from Jim. Uh, he just says he's in West Limerick and he's a small business owner. He says he's been doing... Um, Zoom meetings with uh, his staff and things like that, but he's just been using his phone from home and he's, you know, the sound quality is going in and out and um, he was just saying, what can he do to to increase the quality of the calls and make it easier to, to have proper meetings, you know, because at first, I suppose, um, it was more of a short-term thing and it was like oh we'll just do this for a couple of weeks and you know don't take it too seriously and but now it's 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 a year now the, these things are going on so and some people are going to integrate uh, this into their even when uh, the whole economy is open back up again they'll still be using it anyway because they find it useful so he was just saying what can he do to increase it so first of all i suppose if you want to keep using your phone um, then you can get uh, microphones to you can get like wireless Bluetooth microphones. A few different companies make them, uh, which you can look up like uh, that's Android compatible. You get them on like eBay and Amazon and uh, any different places like that. Um, you can get wired microphones, but sometimes um, they don't necessarily work. Sometimes if you plug them straight, say like a lavalier mic, like a little clip mic you see on the TV shows and things like that, they clip on to your, and you plug it into the headphone jack. Sometimes they don't work. Sometimes you need a little splitter that splits uh, headphones and microphone because the the inputs in phones are like stereo inputs or they're, they're two-channel inputs, we'll say, one for the microphone and one for the headphone. So... Um, Sometimes you need a splitter that'll split it. Uh, it's just a little um, dongle kind of thing that will split it in two, uh, one for headphones and one for um, microphone. So you can plug your, your mic, uh, little microphone in there if you have a wired mic. Uh, the next step would be maybe the, a lot of the reason it could be cutting in and out or it mightn't sound good is the internet. So you might have a laptop maybe or um, a desktop and you could plug in LAN internet, uh, which would be faster. So have a wired up internet from your or cable from your router into your computer. And that way you would have um, faster internet uh, that way uh, and more stable. Uh, so if you have that and then, you know, the, the built in, um, some of the built in microphones and cameras and things like that in the in the laptop themselves might be great either so the sound quality might be still good so if you want to there's steps you can go each time you know to help yourself uh so the next step you could do is get um a microphone um a usb microphone and there's some basic ones for like 10 quid or less even and then there's other ones that go step up to like the, the I suppose the most common one is the Blue Yeti every other second person seems to have the Blue Yeti microphone because they're very handy it just plugs in with USB and then you turn the switch and you can have it for just one single person from the front or you can have it from people all around or you can have it side to side or front to back and there's volume adjustment things like that and the sound quality seems to be pretty good so that they seem to be quite popular then, uh, if you, you microphone-wise, you can go up in, um, you can go up to like a mixer. You can get a USB mixer 
and have a like a dynamic microphone or uh, which is like the like the concert microphones you know the ones they do the mic drops with those the, the tough kind of microphones I suppose the Shure SM50 would be the most popular kind of ones of those um, over the years and then you can go another step up to like a condenser microphone like you see in studios with the shock mount you know the, the thing around it to hold it and they'd be much more sensitive and they'd pick up voices you know you'd see singers and things using the likes of those um and like the audio technica at2020 something like that would be a kind of a popular one and <clears throat> when it comes to cameras you can same thing again you can buy cameras for like 20 euros like a 720p camera with like ma- uh, manual focus where you have to twist the front of it to focus it then you can go another step up and get like a 1080p camera or then you can go like a 4k camera with autofocus i'd recommend autofocus you can get ones with facial recognition so it'll keep always keep focused on your face and things like that so yeah, there's lots of different steps you can increase at a time and it all depends on your budget and, and how long you want to do it and I, I think it'd be no harm to have it anyway even if everything goes back to normal it'd be no handy, you know, if you're just chatting to relations that are far away or something it's nice to have a nice quality um, you know, without going mad on money but um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's the steps you can do start off with uh, maybe just a, a better microphone and Try to don't use data uh, unless you're in somewhere with good 4G, but Wi-Fi is generally better at the moment anyway, unless you're in a 5G area or something. But um, yeah, so yeah, that's what I'd recommend. And then, then go, if you have a laptop, use the LAN cable with that if you can. Um, and get the best microphone and camera you can for the price, I suppose. So uh, let's look at some other stuff in the tech world. What's going on? Um, so Elon Musk uh, launched his rocket, his big silver rocket. that looks like a 1950s uh, kind of monster movie or alien movie or something. Um, SpaceX Starship prototype SN10 flies high and it nails the landing. It landed perfectly and then it exploded. I actually saw it. It exploded, yeah. So I actually saw it this morning uh, when I was looking up the internet. I saw... Um, I saw the rocket landing and then I scrolled down and I saw another video of it exploding and I said, oh, someone made a fake video of it exploding. You know, I thought it was like, because I just saw it landing, so it was fine. Uh, so I said, oh, you know, which is it like? They both look kind of realistic. And then um, I, I, yeah, I read the whole thing and it was like it landed perfectly and then later it exploded. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's a pity. But uh no, but it, they were all these tests are just to get f- figures and to get um, stats, and you know it, these are all prototypes. They're just testing; they're just for testing. So um, Elon Musk said it himself that uh, yeah, he kind of expects them to blow up a lot of the time, but they have all the computers monitoring and they get every everything they need. So that they're not looking to. Get preserved well if it if it is it's a bonus but they're what they're looking to do is just get uh, everything they need to know and to make the adjustments for the next one because it's just a prototype so um it flew uh, more than six miles high uh the oh yeah no this was the sn9 this is the sn10 duplicated defeat flying above texas before nailing the landing uh, first for the prototype so it's it's doing better than the last one did uh, SN10 is the third such development prototype oh yeah the last one crash landed I think so this one landed perfectly so it's getting better 
Uh, the SN10 is the third such development prototype of Starship Elon Musk's next generation rocket designed for the moon and Mars uh, to make a high altitude flight uh, since the mesmerizing flight and explosive ending of SN8 on December 2020. SN9 flew high and then crash landed and exploded on February 2nd. Uh, the third try was the charm for SN10. Um, I wonder, like, the Apollo missions and stuff, did they have lots of these... I suppose, see, they weren't televised that time, or, they, or maybe they were, but they, didn't, they don't show them now, because uh, it was a bit after my time, or before my time, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I wonder, did they... Um, did they actually have all these... Te- well, I presume they, they must have had, because that's how you develop the, the whole technology and all the most ad- advanced rockets at the time. Um, and the biggest, still the biggest rockets now ever, aren't they? The Apollo ones. Uh, or is it... Maybe, no, maybe his new one, uh, Elon Musk's new one is bigger, or is the first one that's bigger or something, but they were, they were incredibly... So I presume there was a lot of tests going on and a lot of rockets blown up um, before um, people actually got in them and things like that. And unfortunately, some over the years, the likes of, uh, I think it was Voyager, wasn't it, that uh, exploded. The school teacher was on board. It's uh, very tragic uh, over the years. But um, it is forwarding, you know, the the human technology and expanding, uh, I suppose, the whole goal of it, according to Elon Musk anyway, is to bring life to other planets and things like that to, to so people can, uh, if something happened to our planet, that there'd be people somewhere else and to expand out into our universe and things like that so it's like the old sailors going from flying (laughs) sailing from uh, Spain and Portugal and England and stuff uh, hundreds of years ago trying to find the new world and things like that so it's it's continuing to this day people are humans uh, desire to to move out into the and see what's out there uh, so SN10 reached its target six miles, cutting off each engine series on the way up to throttle down and hit the desired apogee. Uh, I presume that's like the desired uh, height or something like that. The rocket then uh, began to ex- uh, an extended picturesque period of freefall, a belly flop as it is no- has come to be known. Imagine being in one of those in the future where it's just doing a free fall. Oh, my God, it must be horrific. Um, Before firing the engines back up to perform its trademark flip maneuver uh, to make a vertical landing. After a six-minute journey, SN10 came to rest on the pad SpaceX facility in Boca Chica. Uh, It didn't seem like a perfect landing and there seems to be a slight lean in the Starship's massive stainless steel frame but it didn't tip over then approximately 10 minutes after the landing the Starship exploded flames erupted and the bottom of the vehicle uh, at the bottom of the vehicle and sent it for an unscheduled second trip to the sky <laughs> Aww. As SpaceX founder Elon Musk said the SN Starship series is designed to eventually reach orbit uh, hopefully sometime in the in next year the last two altitude, uh, high-altitude flights of the prototypes have both triggered investigations from the Federal Aviation Administration, said that SN8 was launched in December without the official green light from the agency, and this led to an investigation and corrective actions that delayed the flight of SN9. So um, the SN9 crash landing was considered a mishap by the FAA, and it initiated a routine investigation. Last month, the FAA announced that all investigations had concluded that it was comfortable uh, with the launch of SN10, could proceed safely. Uh, in other words, the Starship Development Program continues to advance. Yeah, so 
yeah, they'll they'll get there eventually, and they'll be safe, um, safer flights. But uh, it'll always space is always so difficult because it's a very inhospitable place. Uh, a vacuum is a dangerous place for humans. Um, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Uh, this is uh, on CNET. It's some of the most anticipated games of 2021. Uh, Super Mario, uh, a strong video game launches. Hitman 3 ended the trilogy on a high note. And Super Mario, oh, this is uh, uh, what's already came out. Uh, Super Mario 3D World uh, was excellent on the Wii U. Um, Games like Deathloop, Pokemon Snap and Monster Hunt Rise on the horizon. Uh, Unlike last year, 2021 doesn't have any flashy new hardware to look forward to, other than maybe a 4K Switch. And there's also talks of the PlayStation um, VR 2, so that could be cool. I don't know, it probably might be out this year, I suppose. Is it supposed to? I'm not sure, actually. But there's plenty of promising software to come. Um, This, sadly, no longer includes Hogwarts Legacy or Gran Turismo 7. What? Not, Not Gran Turismo 7? I'm looking forward to that. There's plenty of promising software. No longer includes Gran Turismo 7. Uh, Hogwarts Cla- Legacy, that's fine. But I was looking forward to Gran Turismo 7. I was wondering, actually, they were doing a lot of updates to the previous Gran Turismo, the one I'm playing at the moment. And um, what's Gran Turismo Sport? And I was wondering why they keep doing that and stuff. Uh, so I, I obviously know why now, because the Gran Turismo 7 has been delayed again which will now be release, released next year. Oh, that's very disappointing. Uh, this list is... Conti- I was hoping that it would be come out this year and um, it by next year to be it would be a uh, half price and I could get it then. <laughs> uh, but no. Uh, so this is a list of the continuously updated, uh, they say, it, uh, with the new releases. So Monster Hunter Rise on the 26th of March, uh, following the well-received Monster Hunt World, which launched on PS4 and Xbox in 2018. Uh, the porting of the 3DS game Monster Hunter Generations to the Switch. Nintendo's console is finally getting its own brand new Monster Hunter game. Also, they're bringing out a Nintendo. Um, Pokemon Snap. I know Michael Muto will be delighted about that. He loves Pokemon games. Uh, Nintendo eShop. That's coming out in Nintendo. Uh, Village Resident Evil Village uh, is coming out on the 7th of May. The picture here looks really cool. Anyway, if it's if, it, if that's anything to go by. Um... It's slated on for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X and S. And it says XIS. Is that how they're going to to say it going forward? It's like both, both series of the Xbox um, and PC as well. So uh, Resident Evil Village is a really Resident Evil 8. Oh, okay. It's a direct sequel to Resident Evil 7 story, but developers called it Village to signify how the village the game takes place in is key element not so subtle uh death loop is out the 21st of may and that's on ps5 and pc after focusing mainly in dishonored developers arcane studios are moving to uh, onto a new ip in death loop and it looks sick so here's the idea you're an assassin trapped in time loop that resets uh, each day so it's like groundhog day with an assassin in order to get out you need to kill eight visionaries who are scattered around an island 
Does that mean then you have to keep doing the same things over and over again? That would be quite annoying, though, would it? Uh, it's just like a cheap way to make a game because you just you just set up one thing and you just have to keep doing it over and over again. I <laughs> know, ah, it's probably more, more to it than that. Um, who are scattered around an island. The caveat is that you need to do it within one time loop. The second caveat is that uh, as you hunt for eight visionaries, a rival assassin keeps herself busy by hunting you. Oh, okay. I, I kind of, yeah, that's got my um, excitement going. Oh, actually, I like that. Death Loop. I must remember that name. Sounds sounds pretty cool. Uh, Knockout City is coming out on this Xbox uh, Switch, uh, PlayStation 4 and 5, PC and all that. The premise of Knockout City looks simple and familiar. Teams of players running around a skatepunk-ish futuristic city launching things at each other uh, to get to win. So here are the things, uh, it's like dodgeball, a knockout city, a cross between dodgeball and Splatoon. And it's multiplayer as well. A new Ratchet and Clank game is coming out, uh, PlayStation 5 exclusive. Um, it was meant, I, I did play some Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, they're fun old games, you know, they're kind of games that anybody can play, you know, any age. Um, it, there's nothing over 18s in them or anything they're, they're, they're great games and they're great fun and a uh, great way to pass a bit of time so uh, Final Fantasy 7 I've never played any of those games actually Final Fantasy oh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake Intergrade so this is a remake of Final Fantasy it's on uh, PS4 we'll get a free upgrade what does that mean launching a new owners of remake of 7 remake on PS4 will get a free upgrade so I presume it's on PS5 even though it doesn't oh it does say it here yeah it's coming to PS5 but it's not just the standard 60 frames per second at 4k treatment Final Fantasy 7 uh, integrate brings a new chapter of the story in which you play as Yuffie so if you buy cheap the 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 uh, 7 remake on PS4 game and you can just uh, get it upgraded for free on your PS5 instead of buying it more expensive <laughs> I bought a game second hand as well what was it No Man's Sky and I got it all updated uh, like I bought it for like a fiver <coughs> for PS4 um, and I got it uh, upgraded to the PS5 version for free as well so that's handy uh, or I got it upgraded to the VR version. It went VR, so uh, they added on the VR stuff. So I was using the VR headset with it. Very, very cool. Uh, Mario is dusting off his clubs in the new game Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, so that's on <coughs> Nintendo. Um, Mario's third sports game after Switch uh, Tennis and the Winter Olympics version with Sonic. Uh, so... Yeah, that's another Mario game. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. So Zelda was the, the big game that launched um, Nintendo Switch. So there's another uh, Zelda out now again. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 is still coming along, but it looks uh, a while away. In the meantime, Nindo, Nintendo is reviving Skyward Sword. Oh, it's an older game from 2011 uh, that was on the Wii. And they're bringing it out on the Switch. Uh, it's going to be HD with 60 frames per second. Uh, so okay so you can get an old game on your switch now and uh, no more heroes 3 is a game coming out on nintendo as well uh, is a hack and slash game that began all the way back in 2008 on the wii uh, it's since amassed a considerable cult following and has enjoyed strong critical acclaim um but after covid19 related delay no more heroes 3 will release on the switch on august 27th and that's all the games they're recommending that are coming out. Uh, do you know what? 
not actually that exciting. There's not not much. There's no big Spider-Man or no. There's nothing that much exciting, and that's the whole year that they're saying. So, I think maybe the the lockdowns and things like that have. I thought like you know, in some ways, it might help gamers. They might be all at home developing and doing loads of stuff uh, because they're in their houses, especially in California, because it's very locked down. So, these amazing games are going to be coming out. All these new innovations, but maybe um, the the game developers like to be with their you know, in offices and maybe bouncing things off each other in person or something like that. But something is missing anyway because there's no real exciting games looking like they're on the horizon anyway. So, uh, new Nintendo Switch uh, with, and they're delaying the one game I wanted to play, the new Gran Turismo. So, uh, with a big OLED display reportedly coming in 2021. An updated Switch console will have a 7 inch display, reports Bloomberg. Uh, is it going to be a switch light thing that you can't remove the two sides or is it going to be a, a proper one? Um, Nintendo has a massive success with a switch console in 2019. Uh, it got the switch light. It now appears the Japanese gaming giant is going to uh, it's going big, readying an updated version of the console with a bigger display. So I hope it's a proper uh, one with the removable um uh, joystick so you can plug it into the TV and play it that way and all that. The new Switch which, uh, because the other one wasn't a Switch, it was called a Switch because you could switch from the TV to the handheld but, uh, so yeah, I hope they bring that back uh, with this new one. The new Switch uh, which, uh, with an, un, uh, an unnamed source, said was likely to launch in the holiday season of 2021, I presume that's Christmas, is it? will reportedly have because it could be the summer holidays <laughs> will have a 7 inch OLED display made by Samsung uh, that would make it bigger than the 6.2 inch display on the standard Switch and much bigger than the 5.5 on the Switch Lite uh, both existing Switch consoles use LCD displays, so an OLED would be great. Yeah? Uh, it would mean better contrast thanks to deeper blacks because it just turns off the black pixels, as I said before. Uh, Bloomberg report <coughs> also noted that the new Switch, when docked, could output to a 4K TV. Oh, so it will. Oh, very good. Uh, output to 4K on a TV, and this changed from previous reports. So that's good news. That means it's like the original Switch. You can... Uh, literally switch between the TV and all that and I presume you'll have the what are they called Joy-Cons or something uh, those the two little yokes that come off the side of it and uh, the Switch is Nintendo's second most successful console of all time outselling the NES SNES and Nintendo 64 GameCube and especially the Wii U yeah because that was very unsuccessful uh, but uh, what was the number one the Wii I suppose I suppose then over 79 million units have been sold since 2017, around 13.5 million of which are Switch Lite consoles. I'm amazed they've sold that many of the Lite ones. Uh, I suppose it's cheaper. Uh, the only Nintendo console to perform better is the Wii, uh, uh, with a lifetime sales in excess of 100 million. Wow. Uh, for comparison, the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One have sold 114 million and 48 million units since launching in 2013. So the PS4 sold a lot more than the Xbox. Double. Uh, more than double since launching in 2013. So, you know, people were saying that the Xbox won the last one and all. So I'm not so sure about that now. Uh, I'm not sure if, <laughs> when you when the other one sells more than double what you did. But I think as a console, though, even yeah, even so, uh, even though the PlayStation sold a lot more, I think the last Xbox was a better console because it has all the multimedia stuff and you could like plug your Skybox and you could plug yeah different devices into it and play them through it and all that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, the 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 so the Xbox One, the the PS4, Xbox One 
competition. But I think when it's the Series X and S and the PS5, I think the PS5 uh, seems to be winning at the moment anyway. Um, iPhone 13 release date. When can we expect to see the new iPhones? It may seem like the iPhone 12 just came out, but Apple's already looking towards the 13. Here's what uh, we know about a potential release date. Uh, yeah, it's only been a few months. I was thinking that there, yeah, since the iOS phone 12 came out. It's already setting sights on the new flagship smartphone, the iPhone 13, or whatever it ends up being called. <laughs> We're expecting to see four versions, uh, a mini, a light, a normal one, a Pro, and a Pro Max. Um, Apple has yet to hint at any iPhone uh, 13 event date based on Apple's history. However, we can typically predict the company's phone events will happen and make an educated guess. Uh, on a release date based on that. Uh, while the pandemic changed the usual course for 2020, making the first September Apple event in eight years without an iPhone due to production delays, uh, Koo predicts 2021 will see a return of the company's typical cadence. Um, so when does it actually say? So a release of around the third week in September, that's what they're saying, so yeah, okay. Yeah, we don't we don't need to know when they're coming out. Okay, so um, WhatsApp adds voice and video calls to its dex- desktop app. Um, you'll only be able to make one-to-one calls for now, but it'll expand to group calls later. So that's great news. Uh, I've used WhatsApp Web a bit. Yeah, it's handy. Um, do you know what it's handy actually? If I've sent like a bunch of photos or something, um, and I want to get those photos straight onto my laptop. Yeah, I find that's the quickest way to get them. Now, you're going to lose a lot of quality, but uh, it's grand. Uh, it works fine. Or short videos or something like that. I find that's the fastest way to send it from my phone. I used to email these things to myself and then download them. But if I open up WhatsApp Web, I can just drag and drop them or just download them onto the on, straight onto the desktop. I find it quite handy. So this will uh, actually increase its abilities. You'll be able to do WhatsApp calls and all through laptops. So that's really good. Uh, they added the ability to make voice and video calls to its desktop app last Wednesday. So they've already done it. Uh, or on next Wednesday. Oh, no, last Wednesday, yesterday. Uh, the feature will be limited to one-to-one calls initially, but the Facebook-owned messaging app will expand it down the line to include group calls. Desktop calls work in both portrait and landscape orientation, appear in a resizable standalone window on your screen, and are set to be always on top so they won't vanish under your mountain of open windows. Um, all WhatsApp calls are end-to-end encrypted, as are your messages you send, so the company can't hear or see them. It's noted in its blog post. So that's good. They're going to keep the encryption even on the even on the video calls through the laptop, so that's great. Uh, in January, the company added the ability to use biometric data, your face or fingerprint, when linking devices. So that's good. Extra levels of security. And we'll just go quickly through the rest of the stories because the day is flying as it always does. Uh, this show always flies. Uh, Microsoft Mesh will teleport you in AR and VR to play with other uh, others across lots of different devices. Microsoft's new cloud-based AR VR platform will beam people into your world and vice versa. Here's how it works. Uh, and I had a Microsoft HoloLens. Uh, so I'll just use cameras and things like that. Uh, to so you can see where the other person is or the other person can see where you are or there can be an an augmented version of that uh, using Microsoft Mesh. The technology aims to allow virtual telepresence in VR and AR across the HoloLens. It's really getting more like you see in, uh, you know, the remote presence like in Star Wars where all the, the, the like ghost versions of all the people that are like beaming in from around the place are all in one room together. 
So it's really becoming possible now, isn't it? It's amazing how technology imitates uh, art <laughs> or sci-fi. Uh, protect your packages from Porch Pirate 7. Practical tips. Oh, so this is different tips to give away. Uh, take advantage of package tracking. Install a video doorbell. Have your packages delivered to Amazon lockers so you can just pick them up. I don't know if we have those here. Uh, they have, we have different ones, though. Yeah, we have to, uh, actually did the post office do a thing where you can go and pick it up at the post office. Uh, uh, invest in a porch lock lockbox. Um, require signature on delivery. Uh, purchase a mailbox sensor. Um, Make it clear you have some home security. Put up some cameras. So that's good, some good good tips there. Uh, cuttlefish show they're as smart as kids in a marshmallow test. Yeah, I was reading about this. They did some tests and they found out that they have, like, uh, the marine mollusks demonstrate they're able to delay gratification for a reward and a better snack. Uh, so they're able to do some basic tests, like a kid passing test. A kid would be able to pass it. That's pretty amazing. Uh, a California city just banned all new petrol stations in zero emissions uh, Pal- Paluma, so it's an area in California, are banning petrol stations. Oh, that's, I suppose, maybe they have enough of them and they don't need more or something, I don't know. But um, it's going to be a while before there's full integration of electric vehicles and the technology needs to come on a lot. Uh, just the, the distance they can travel and things like that and the charging times especially as well. Uh, Arizona eyes laws that could help Fortnite maker Epic remake Apple and Google app stores. Uh, proposed rules could force Apple and Google to allow alternative payment options an issue at the centre of the lawsuits pitting them against Epic. Yeah, so... Is it Fortnite's not on the Play Store and all that, is it? I'm not sure. But uh, so they want to make their own way for people to pay on Google Store or to make their own version of it or something to, in a way to roundabout. So they're allowed. It's kind of a, I suppose, it, the legality might see them blocking Fortnite from being able to do uh, run their business or something like that or take payments. Uh, Google will stop selling ads based on tracked individual browsing history. The search giant says the change is part of its push for privacy. Um, oh yeah, so they'll stop seeing what you look up and trying to push ads on you to do with that. So that's pretty good. Uh, you know, oh, there has been the odd time where I've actually bought something recommended by them. I said, oh yeah, that's I was looking for that and that's a good price or something like that. I have bought, but in general, it's like weird that you're looking at you. So that's it. That's um, that's our news for today. Hope you've enjoyed. Hope you've got some tips. Uh, I know I have myself. So uh, looking forward to some of the stuff that's coming out. Uh, less excited by some games and the lack of games uh, that's coming out but uh, there's plenty of other stuff to keep us going anyway and hope you've enjoyed Tech Thursday thanks for listening I've been Patrick Sheehan I'll talk to you again next week peace you're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM West Limerick 102 FM.